Hey, everybody, good evening, and welcome back. It's Across the Tracks podcast for Saturday, uh, Sunday. I got my days mixed up, Sunday. And uh, we're back, and it's Across the Tracks, and I'm Wayne. Hello, and I'm Steve. We are back. Uh, it's been a couple of couple of weeks now, so we are, we're fired up and ready to go. So right. um, our things have been going on. Uh, we've had a, we've had a few, uh, casual things happening. We uh, met up, hooked up, up in Winter Park, Colorado for a jazz festival a week ago, which was awesome. I recommend it to everybody. And, uh, yeah, we got some interesting topics that we'll talk about tonight and we may uh, throw a little bit about that in there as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. So I'll let you kick it off, man. We have a few topics that we want to talk about. So few topics. uh, Go ahead. You go ahead and kick it off. What are we talking about tonight? Yeah, let's 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 start it out uh, with uh, something that, you know, just started here um, Friday. Uh, that was the opening ceremony of the Olympics uh, was Friday. And, um, you know, this was postponed from last year due to COVID. So they're doing the 2020 Olympics this year, even though it's 2021, everything's Tokyo 2020. But they kicked off Friday. No fans in the stands for a lot of the events or if there are fans, it's very limited uh, but today, uh, one of the events um, that I think we want to mention is uh, men's basketball. USA men's basketball team uh, lost again. Uh, this time they lost to France. They lost a couple of games in the exhibition round. They lost two games there. Uh, and then they won a couple of games, I think. But today was the beginning of uh, pool play. And they lost to a very good French team. Uh, I saw the end of that game. Uh, I, I I will be quite honest with you. I'm not sure if they are going to be able to win the goal this year. A lot of good teams um, now that the world is catching up uh, with the U.S. in basketball. There are a lot of great teams out there. And a lot of these guys on these teams play in the NBA. So, you know, they're seasoned. Uh, it's a different vibe for the U.S. Uh, now. And one of the things that catch caught my eye or, or I reflect upon is the fact that when you look at these other countries, for example, the French team today, they had a lot of the top players, French players, were on that team. Rudy Gobert, uh, Fournier, who plays for the, uh, I think he plays for the uh, Boston Celtics now. He's a sharpshooter. A lot of guys that are the top players on a lot of teams in the NBA, they represent their country. And that's what I'm not seeing right now with the U.S. team. You've got a lot of our top guys, for whatever reason, they don't want to play. And I like you, we were talking when we uh, before we came on the air if you want to win the gold and, and go out there and represent, you got to bring your top talent because a lot of these other countries, that's what they're doing. And these guys are proud to represent their country. I think that's where we're missing the boat is the LeBrons and the Steph Currys and, and guys like that who, who, for whatever reason, they're not playing this time. And um, either we're going to bring our best or just disband 
sending pros to the Olympics and go back to the way it was when you would field a national team and, and put the best college players, G League players, whatever, and let them go represent the country. Because this idea of sending pros, it's, it's, it's not what it used to be. Your thoughts? I agree with you, Wayne. <laughs> the fact that we don't have our best represented, it's the fact that when people are taken out now granted some of our best are injured and the nba season is a grind anyway you know 82 games i don't know why in the hell they pay 82 games but they do and then you got playoff and so on and some of our top guys are injured right now and they don't want to um possibly get injured again however Mentally speaking, I think this group that we have now, your top talent that's not at the Olympics, uh, they're just mentally not tough. Right. You know, I think they just, I don't want to get hurt. You know, when when they developed the dream team in 92, you had the best of the best. Right. Okay. And and we'd had enough time where the amateurs had, you know, one the uh, the gold medal and so on, but the other teams were starting to bring people into the NBA. We're starting to draft people from overseas, and so on. And they had those other teams had seasoned professionals, and so our college kids, you know, even with a great Bobby Knight as their coach or Dean, uh, uh, shoot, I can't think of his name, Dean, Dean North Smith. Carolina, Dean, Dean Smith. Smith. <clears throat> well, Mike Shikshevsky, they they couldn't they couldn't pull it out. You know, they pulled some of it out, but now, you know, uh, even though you have a Kevin Durant, and then you got people that that uh, I can't think of his name, the guy that tested uh, positive be- right before they went over. Uh, Bradley Bill. <clears throat> Bradley Bill. Yeah. And and they're just they haven't gelled together as a team. I think they're all individuals it's a different time period when you had uh bird and and magic and akeem and um uh michael uh michael jordan that group right there you know they were seasoned they knew one another they even though they had fights literally fights you know they still jail and i don't I don't think I haven't watched a lot of it, but I don't think this team is jailed. No, you know. No. So if they if they win the gold medal, you know they're going to have to play a whole hell of a lot better than what they're playing, and they're going to have to jail. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah it's. Uh, they and I don't think that form. Yeah, I don't think expectations. Is for them to win. Also, one one final thing is that when they lost those exhibition matches, there's blood in the water and the yep. sharks are circling. Yep. You know, it, it's just like when uh, Rogers Bannister broke the uh, four minute mile. You know, no one could get it. No one could get it. No one could get it. And he breaks the four minute mile, and within a week. Nine other people has broke the four minute mile. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so there, you know, if you can beat the USA, now they've got it in their mind that they're they can lose. And so they're they're playing with doubt. 
and everybody else is playing up. Yeah, these guys, they, they, to me, these other teams, they have nothing to lose. I mean, you know, they're, they're, as they say, they're playing with house money. You know, they, okay, we go out here, we're going we're gonna to go out here and ball against these guys. But what, what people fail to realize, a lot of these guys now, they're top stars on NBA teams as well. So they know these guys. They, it's not as though they don't know Kevin Durant or they don't see Damian Lillard. They're in the league and they play against these guys all the time. So there's no fear. Yeah. Unlike in the past when the Dream Team went over there, these guys had not seen anything like that. <laughs> no, nowhere. And no one was going to beat that team. No one was going to beat that team. And little by little, the world has been catching up. And you look at some of the top players in the NBA right now, a lot of your top players, Luka Doncic, Giannis, who just won the NBA championship. We have to mention that Milwaukee Bucks, kudos to them, you know, winning the NBA championship, small market team. But Giannis led them. He's playing for Greece. A lot of these guys take pride in playing for their country. I, I think we're missing that. We're missing that. I mean, and, look at our country, man. The right, country's divided. Right. You think they're gonna? It's gonna be any different? I right. mean, you right. know, you know, Black Lives Matter. You know, you know, skinheads and all that, all that kind of craziness going on. So you know, there's not a there's the the pride in the nation is is not faltering, but you know, there's a side eye looking at the pride in the nation right now. I mean, you got, can you be proud if you live in Florida or Georgia and play for the Atlanta Hawks and you make you stand in line for six hours and they don't allow you to get a damn bottle of water, right, you know, right, you know, so right. anyway, yeah, but you yeah. made a good point that yeah. these guys are playing for their home country and there's a lot of pride. Right. There's, there's blood, pride. there's blood in the water. And so they yeah. see that U S is vulnerable and the yeah. U S sees that themselves too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I saw yesterday too the uh, the women's national team the the soccer team uh, they lost they lost uh, yep they lost and uh, which is unheard of because they're supposed to be cream of the crop uh, beat beat down everybody but they lost yesterday so and then people are upset because. Some of the athletes are making political statements and you've got the talking heads. It's like, why can't the Olympics just be like they used to be? And <laughs> the, the athletes didn't protest or anything. And I guess they forgot 1968 Mexico yep. City. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Don uh, Carlos I mean, and Tommy Smith. That's right. I mean, it's it's amazing. These people like, do you remember anything from history? I mean, there's always been some type of message uh, being portrayed at the or put forth at the Olympic Games. You know, always. It's always been that way. You know, I'm going to take a side note off of that, Wayne. You know, you, you're talking about, um, you know, the history of 1968 and the Olympics and Tommy Smith and John Carlos, you know, and Lee Evans, all those guys protesting and so on. Yep. And you're, you're talking about, do you remember history? Well, in our, uh, a few weeks ago, our podcast, we had to kind of shut down our podcast because, uh, you were out of town, you were at a hotel and I was here in Indy and we had a bad connection. I think if I remember correctly, one of the topics that we were talking about or starting to talk about was the idea of critical race theory. Yes. I don't remember if we went forward with that or not. 
but the the same situation as you mentioned, you know, that some people don't want to see that you talk about truth. You talk about things that were uh, flawed in America and things that were successes in America. And so when these athletes, you know, make political statements, they have every right to make those political statements. You can't you just can't shut them up. Nope. You know, and so that kind of goes along with the, this idea of people saying that, you know, you shouldn't teach critical race theory and all that kind of crazy, you know, uh, I'll just say it, right wing talking points, you know. So, uh, yeah, you just can't you just cannot stop that from happening. They're going to be individuals. Uh, but you yeah. America, as you mentioned before, love it or leave it, right? Right, right. So take the good with the bad. So yeah. that's yeah, where I'm yeah. at on that. Yeah, I mean this this country was was formed out of protest. I mean that's that's what I don't. That's what kills me about these people, man. It's like America was formed out of protest, and um, it, but you know people like well you can only you can only express your um, your right to protest if you do it the way I want you, to, you to do it, <laughs> the way I want you to do it. And, you know, a lot of people are like, man, here's the middle finger to all you clowns. You know, <laughs> we're going to do what we want to do. So, uh, yeah, some statements have been made um, at the Olympics. Some some protest statements have been made. And so we'll see what happens as as the games go on. But they are underway. And um, a lot of good um you know, events have taken place so far. I've been watching some of the cycling, which I don't understand cycling at all, but <laughs> it's pretty fun to watch. And uh, women's volleyball is going on tonight. Uh, some of the gymnastics is taking place tonight. I see the U.S. team. They had a little falter in the gymnastics uh, earlier today. So, so but, uh, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. But the world has caught up to America uh, and I, I think uh, a lot of these countries now, they don't necessarily have the fear that they used to of the U.S. of A. So uh, and I, that's a good thing, in my view. It's a good thing. Yeah. Yep. It means we have to work harder. Right. Got to work. Got to work harder. So uh, right. let's, segue. let's segue to another topic. This uh, week also, we saw um, another billionaire uh do his best Buck Rogers impression <laughs> and uh, take off into the into the the outer limits of space. And that was Jeff Bezos. Um, I think has he stepped down yet as the CEO of Amazon or yeah, he has he has stepped down. So former CEO of Amazon, uh, Jeff Bezos and a crowd uh, a crew of I think he had three other folks with him on his space vehicle. They went into space, and the week prior to that was Richard Branson, uh, CEO or president, whatever his title is, of Virgin Atlantic. So um, I'll let you I'll let you kick this one off, and then I have my opinion, but I'll, I'll let you kick this off. Uh, these two billionaire guys uh, going into space, and uh, I, I don't know what you make of it, man. What, what what's your take on it? Uh, let me take my money and do whatever the hell I want to do with it, you know, and um, they're opening up supposedly the idea that 
the average man can travel in space, which is a whole bunch of bull cocky. Uh, the average man is not going to be able to travel in space. I will say this, that they are revolutionary by spending their money to go up into suborbit, okay, and do what they did, two different platforms. You know, one was launched from 40,000 feet, and they, sky, they rocketed up to 62 miles or some 50-some miles, and the other was a, uh, you know, a rocket that took them up there and uh, came back down to Earth, you know. I thought of the two, you know, the, the, the deal with Jeff Bezos and uh, his brother and the, the teenage kid from uh, Switzerland or Netherlands or something like that, that one was pretty cool because it, it lasted a whole 11 minutes or something like that. Yeah. And then the landing of it was cool. I thought that, you know, the, the booster came down and, settled down where it's supposed to do and then the capsule came back and it it landed i thought that was pretty cool but um technology it was, it was all good socially they could spend their money on something else you know there's a lot of people out here hurting yeah. and everybody's not going to get that chance to go up there and um go to space and they're proud to be astronauts even though they never they never orbited the earth or anything like that. So you get up to a certain point and you're considered an astronaut. So okay, you're you're an astronaut and they made up their own little silly looking pins and stuff like that. But I think the thing that that um surprised me the most and the thing that kind of shocked me the most was Jeff Bezos, who said you know, he had come down and he was having his, his you know, little post-entry speech or whatever. And he said, you know, we need to clean the earth, you know, and we need to pollute space. Mm. And Lynn and I looked at one another and went, did he really just say that? Let's clean the earth but we can take all of our rockets and we can take all of our crap and we can take all that and put it up in space. And I went, he's crazy. <laughs> I mean, you, you're, you're saying that you want to save the earth, but you want to put a bunch of junk in the atmosphere that's going to pollute the earth eventually as it comes back down. Or if you decide to go back up there and you're going to run into a bunch of shit that's up there. Right, you know, there's, right. there's a left. There's a leftover uh, rocket that's up there. You're going to run into it and somebody's going to die. I mean, that was pretty shocking to me that he's speaking out of both sides of his neck. I'm doing this to save the earth, but yet he says, I'm going to pollute. We can pollute the space. There's a lot of people in this country that needs help. Okay. There's a lot of money and they are making plenty of money. You know, I just paid him this week you know, by ordering something from from Amazon. I pay him something probably at least once or twice a month. Yeah. And so he can take some of those profits and and give back. OK, yeah. you don't have to go to space. It's saving the government from going to space It's saving taxpayer dollars, dollars, which is fine. But 
you know, there's a whole lot of people here that could be helped other than you saying I've got bragging rights that, you know, I went up and came back down. Right, right. You know, Alan Shepard did that. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yep. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? Yeah. No, we've we we we've done the space exploration thing. I, I I don't know what these guys think they're accomplishing, you know? And if if your only objective is to give wealthy people a rich ride into quote space, uh, for what? Uh just to say you went. I mean, okay, again, and it's your money, you can do whatever you want with it. But as you said, we've got some serious problems right here on Earth, man, that their money could help eradicate homelessness, uh, paying people fair wages. I mean, tons of stuff, man. Affordable housing. Hell, he can pay his own people fair wages. Yeah, yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's like, I mean, you could do so much more good with that money instead of flying off into space. But it's your money. And, uh you know, I, yeah, you can do whatever you want, but if you really, really care about uh, people, uh, you know, you could do a lot. Like you said, clean up the earth, man. Clean it instead of pollute. There's so much space junk in space. Um, they've got a unit here, Colorado Springs. That's part of their mission is to track space junk. You know, and they catalog all the stuff that's floating around in space, mm-hmm. and they have to know where it is on a particular time when a satellite is launched or something like that to make sure that this junk doesn't interfere with the orbit of some legitimate satellite that's being launched or whatnot. You want you may want to make sure that junk doesn't interfere with that. And so when something does fall back to the Earth, um, you know, they they're they want to make sure that one, it lands in air where it's not gonna hurt anybody, but they're cataloging that stuff. And it's tons and tons of space debris up there already. So, you know, you're you've already polluted the earth, um, you know, damaged the water, the air, whatever. So now you're gonna go do the same thing to outer space. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> so yeah, I it from a technological aspect, it was cool, but your money could be better used for other things, man. And I, I would think um, you would think about philanthropy and, and doing something good for the planet and for the people on the planet. So that that's my take on it. Yep. Yep. I I understand. We, we It's their money. It's their money. I would, I would never spend billions of dollars to go up in space, but, uh, you know, yeah. I'm not in their shoes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've, like you say, Alan Shepard, you know, orbited there. John Glenn, you know, we we've done that. We've put a man on the moon. Okay, what 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 are we doing now? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, we we've we've explored space, and so um, this is this is a you know a joy ride, I guess. Uh, yeah, it is. And only right now, only a few people can afford to do it. And it's people similar to them that have money. They don't know what to do with that money. So, you know, and hey, I want to go into space, you know, so they'll spend whatever the fee is uh, for for his rocket or Branson's aircraft to take them up 60 plus miles or whatever it is. And then they pay that fee. And it's like, man, dude, your money could be utilized for something else, man. 
yep. something else. We, uh, we 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 have so much social ills that could be fixed with the amount of money that both of them combined have, and along with the other people that are going to pay this fee to do this. So many of our ills in society could be fixed um, with that money. So, yeah. but like you say, man, it's they made it. They want to do with it what they will. Uh, so it appears that their heart is in another place other than where you think it would be. So, <laughs> yeah, their hearts on another planet. Their hearts on another planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their hearts on another planet. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of another planet. Uh, our our friends. Oh gosh, how do I phrase this? The acts of January the sixth, uh, <laughs> Capitol. I mean, I think some of these folks are thinking that this took place on another planet. It was some other act that took place because they are totally out of touch with reality as to what truly happened on January the 6th. They're painting a narrative that is is totally straight up a lie. So the House, uh, under the leadership of Nancy Pelosi, she has put together a select committee to, um, to look at the incidents that took place. And so that committee consists of Democrats and a few Republicans that she picked the irony of the thing was earlier this week, um, Kevin McCarthy, as the minority leader in the House, he uh, gave a few names to the speaker uh, for her to consider being on the committee. Knew it was coming. Yeah. And she promptly said, no, but hell no. <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> hell not- to the no. Okay, and I thought that was a boss move, man. That was a boss move. And the people she kicked off, one of them was Jim Jordan, and he 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 is a Trump flunky. Uh, he's an asshole. He's an asshole. And I forgot who the other individual was that uh, uh, McCarthy. Banks from Indiana. Yeah, Indiana. The guy from Indiana, yeah, that McCarthy nominated. And Nancy Pelosi's like, no. These guys, nope, you're not participating because we want to ensure the integrity of the process. And neither of these guys were interested in that. So I applaud her for kicking their asses off. Now, he had nominated five people. She said, I'll accept three. But these two, you ain't entering in. <laughs> you're not coming in. And I thought that was awesome. That is within her power uh, as the Speaker of the House. And I thought it was a boss move, man. And so... If we're ever going to truly get to the bottom of this, you have to have people who are willing to uh, look at the facts and call it what it is. We as the public, those of us who believe in reality, we saw what happened and we know what happened. So them just now going through the process of nailing down what happened, who was involved uh, I think it's it's going to be good. And a lot of these folks are running scared because they know they are going to the finger is going to be pointed at a lot of these Republican folks. His finger is going to be pointed at them. Your thoughts on that as well. Yeah, I, I don't know where to start. And here's the thing that that is so ironic and is so uh, messed up with the whole thing. For months, there's been a bipartisan committee headed by uh, 
Benny Thompson, a Democrat, and uh, John uh, Katko, a Republican. And they had worked out a bipartisan, a bipartisan committee to investigate January 6th. Both sides had equal numbers of representatives. Both sides had veto power over anybody that could possibly uh, be interviewed. Both sides agreed to follow that format and get to the bottom of the January 6th insurrection. It goes to a vote on the House of Representatives floor and Kevin McCarthy and his flucklings says no to it. Okay? They say no to it. You have a bipartisan committee, both Democrats and Republicans, and they're, they've got a bipartisan everything. And he says no. So, as you mentioned, Nancy Pelosi says, okay, fine. I have the power to create a select committee. So she does. And Kevin McCarthy goes down and talks to, you know, Cheeto Jesus down in Mar Largo <laughs> and comes back and says, I'm going to send you these guys. And one of them is, is the arsonist, Jim Jordan. Okay, he's just an asshole. He's just he just throws bombs. Yeah. I, you know, I don't hate anybody, but I really dislike him. Yeah. Okay. I, I if I saw him in person, I would probably accost him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Call him a name or something like that. I I wouldn't really kick his ass. I probably could. But uh, you know, and then Jim Banks from good old Hoosier land. Okay. Midwest proper, okay, who's your hospitality, you know, and they don't want to get to the bottom of anything. And so all they're going to do is throw bombs. And Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi said, I don't want those two idiots. I don't want them. Okay. And then, of course, it, it falls back on um, Liz Cheney, who was selected to be on the committee. And, of course, the Republicans consider her, you know, Brutus, you know, Caesar's yeah. Brutus, <laughs> yep. you know, um, you know, um, and so she's on the committee and she says, you know what, we should get to the bottom of it. And Kevin McCarthy is a fool, basically. So McCarthy to come back and say that, oh, this is what pisses me off. He, uh, Nancy Pelosi rejects you know, those two. And mm. then he comes out and says, well, she's just playing politics. <laughs> no, dumbass. You had the opportunity to have a six on six committee with veto power of, of both sides. And you chose not to. And then you're going to, you're going to call her out. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Come on. That's what gets me. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's a joke. He's a joke. He's a joke. Yeah, you're right. He is a joke. America, you get y'all's asses back out there again and vote. 
because we don't want him to become the Speaker of the House because all he's going to do is lap up the previous president's seconds. That's it. You know, he's going to shit and McCarthy's going to lap it up and say, thank you. Can I have some more, sir? (laughs) Because he's a punk. He's such a punk. He's awful. He's awful. Republicans. He's awful. Yep. And I mean, he had to know, he had to know that you nominating these two fools. I mean, he he had to know that Nancy Pelosi's not stupid. (laughs) She knows exactly who these guys are and they, they weren't, they weren't there to, 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 to add any integrity to the process. They were there to cause trouble. And so she, he must think this lady's stupid. So she's like, no, hell no, they're not participating. And, and, and and then he's like, well, okay, then we, we just won't play at all. You know, it's like, dude, you're a punk ass. We're going to pull everybody. Yeah. We're going to pull everybody. So that, that's, that's a punk move. Um, you know, then, you know, she's playing the the same old line. She's playing politics, whatever. Dude, come on, man, get real, get real. And I, I totally agree, man. 2022 is going to be critical for people to vote, man. We cannot allow these people to get control of our government, man. We can't. We can't allow that. We cannot allow that. People like McCarthy and Jordan and um, Bobert and all Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, Josh, uh, what is his name? Um, Holly. Holly, we can't allow these people, man, to to be in control of the government. We're we're gonna be sol. We're gonna be <laughs> sol. Yeah, it's bad, man. It's, it is. It is bad. really bad. It's bad. So I, I hope the select committee will do what it's intended to do. Uh, but whatever decision they they come up with, even if it's factual and it's based on hardcore facts, we already know the other side is going to be objected to that. They're going to object to it, yep. you know, and I, they're they're scared because they know damn good and well that some of them were involved in it. And they don't want to they don't want to be called in to testify because there were there were conversations held between some of them and the former occupant of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They they don't want that to come out because they're afraid of what it's going to do to their chances in 2022. So. I I hope it it uncovers the stark reality and the truth of what happened on the 6th, because we saw it. These weren't tourists. <laughs> These weren't tourists coming to visit the Capitol. These people were there to commit um, insurrection. And, uh, you know, they were trying to, you know, if they had got their hands on some of these people, they probably would have did them some serious bodily harm. Yep. You know, that's what people don't realize. And, you know, policemen died. Law enforcement officers died protecting their raggedy behinds. I mean, I I just can't see how they can say this was nothing. I I can't see it. I I don't know how they sleep with themselves at night, sleep at night. Well, when you have when you have, you know, 60 million people that believe in everything that you say, they should they sleep fine. Because regardless of what the reality is, they know that, hey, I'm going to be reelected. These these 60 million people who believe in the same old crap that's being passed out there, 
they're not they're not smart enough to know the difference between reality and what's been fed to them. Right. Okay. You know, I say that we as Americans, a lot of people just don't have any common sense. You know, you should be able to read for yourself. You should be able to understand yourself, not just listen to somebody that comes on at 7 p.m. on a specific network. Right. Or 8 p.m. or 10 p.m. or whatever. Right. Because if you're listening to them, their agenda is different from reality. You know, they'll say, hey, this is going to be kind of a segue. They'll say, you know, shots, vaccines, you're not supposed to take them. They are going to cause bodily harm. And at the same time, they've gone and gotten theirs. Right. <laughs> right. And the people that are listening to them are going, oh, yeah, we can't get vaccinated. Vaccines are bad for you and so on because uh, so-and-so uh, is saying this on this network. And it's bad. And so we're not going to do that. I ain't ever going to do it. Yeah. And so no common sense. Yeah. And and knowing you and well, their boy, their 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 leader, he, he's got the vaccine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He and his whole family got vaccinated, but he doesn't want that to be known. He doesn't want that to be known. I don't think he's come out and said he got vaccinated, even though we know he did. He snuck and and did it. Uh, He doesn't want that to be known. He wants to keep this foolishness going. But you 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 snuck and your behind got vaccinated and probably your whole family did, too. Oh, yeah. So, So, you know, to keep the to keep the lie going. You got to bash the science of of went, what went behind making these vaccines available to everybody. And we're we're just plumb ignorant, man. We're ignorant. Yeah. And it's, it's and this, I, I, I applaud the governor. I think she's the governor of Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> and she was she's like, we need to blame all these unvaccinated people. They're the problem. I'm like, you're damn right. Yeah. But, you know, here's the, here's the issue I have with that. It's the fact that for a year she's been saying no to yep. vaccine, no yep. to vaccine, no to yep. vaccine, no to this. This yep. COVID is all fake. It's all yep. fake. It's all yep. fake. And so suddenly now she had her come to Jesus moment. Right. Right. What what you yeah, know, what caused you to change your tune? <laughs> uh, I know what it was. The people that are as we segue into the next thing, the people that are dying from this Delta variant is what's causing it because the people that are dying look more like her than look like me or you. That's right. Okay. So now it becomes a concern. Right. Yeah. What wasn't that big an issue when people dying in mass numbers were black and brown people. Yeah. New York. Big things. But now the, the, the script has been flipped. And so a lot of these folks who didn't want to speak out before, Oh, they're there. You got to get vaccinated now. You got it. Yeah, we know why. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and the people that the people that weren't getting vaccinated were people in the red southern states. Yep. Okay, the majority. I yep. mean, that's a fact. And so those people are saying no to you know these talking heads that's on specific networks. You know, they're saying no, we're not going to get vaccinated. You know, it's it's all a hoax and 
the vaccine's going to cause you to grow three eyes and your forehead. <laughs> and, you know, you're going you're gonna to grow an extra tail and suddenly your heart's going to stop. And granted, there are people that had adverse reactions to the vaccine. But every vaccine, somebody's going to have an adverse reaction Absolutely. to it. Absolutely. Everyone. Yep. You know, Absolutely. and it's oh, it's not it's experimental. So when well, when the FDA uh, approves it, what's going to be their excuse? Yeah, right, right. What's what's going to be your excuse then? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's 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 hilarious, man. And now people people who are dying from the Delta variant. You know, nurses are saying, well, they, can I get the vaccine now? And they're like, hell no, it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> it's too late now. Yeah. You yeah. know, they realize like, oh, man, this this is really bad. And can I get vaccinated? Nope. Ain't going to help you now. Yeah. Ain't going to help you now. And, and the other thing that goes along with that is the fact that this new, this Delta variant is killing more young people than it is old people. Yep. You know, there are, there are young people that are dying. There are young people that are coming down with this. And it's spreading much faster and much easier than the previous uh, 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 virus. Yeah. And so young people are coming down with this issue. You know, we've gotten vaccinated. And, you know, our school starts up tomorrow. And there's going to be open houses and stuff like that. And last year we couldn't go. But this year, you know, I'll probably go, but I'm damn sure going to put on a mask. Right, right. Okay, because Indiana is in one of the uh, worst categories as being vaccinated as well. Wow. It's only only like 40% of the population of the state of Indiana has been vaccinated. So it's in the lower part of it. Yeah. I mean, granted, Indiana is a red state. Okay, I mean, uh, sometimes it's 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 tough to live in a state that half the time you go like these people are freaking crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as I mentioned before, you know, all they all they do is practice political incest. <laughs> you know, they just well, somebody's uh, a Democrat. I'm just going to vote every I'm never going to vote for a Republican or well, somebody's a Republican. I'm never going to vote for, you know, it's that stupid stuff like that. And this Delta variant, it doesn't care. Nope, nope. It does not care, man. And if I go into these school buildings, I'm damn sure going to have a mask on, yeah. even though that I have been vaccinated. Right. It's 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 sad, man. That that here we are. I mean, flip flip the flip the script to the other side. If if COVID was still raging like it was when you know here like a year or so ago, and people were dying, you know, in mass numbers. I guarantee you, like, man, when are they going to come out with a vaccine to help help us get rid of this thing? Well, they did. Yep. They did. And you still don't want to take it. People would be crying if no one had been doing anything to develop a vaccine. They'd be crying. You know, why don't they do something? Why don't they do something? Well, they did. Yeah. They did. And you want to be ignorant about it and listen to lies and conspiracy theories. I had, I had somebody, man, tell us that like, man, I'm not taking the vaccine because the government's putting a chip in your body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? The, the, gov- the government's putting a chip in your body, man, so they can. Okay, brother, man. 
Yeah. Uh, I, it's, it's sad, man, that, yeah. that we are supposed to be one of the most intellectually uh, superior. We, we always tout ourselves a bit. And a lot of our population is plum ignorant, plum <laughs> ignorant. Well, you know, people that think that way just think that, well, the government's going to put a, first of all, they're going to get a chip so damn small that it's going to go <laughs> right. inside of a vial. It's going to come out of the end of that needle. Right. Secondly, they carry around a wallet that has a chip in it. You go to your front door. If you have a ring doorbell, it has a chip in it. If yeah. you have a smartphone, it has chips in it. Uh, if you have a computer, it has chips in it. When you yeah. go to the ATM, they have chips in it. So the government has been tracking our asses forever. Right, right. <laughs> so you think suddenly we're, the government's going to start trying to find you? They know where you are. Hell, they you, know exactly you, where you are. <laughs> when you drive down the street, if there's some crime that's been uh, taking place someplace, they're going to look on the CCTVs and find that's your ass. Right. That's right. So this nonsense yeah. about the government, I don't trust the government. You don't trust the government. But, <laughs> but you trust the government to give you that damn Social Security check. That's right. You trust the government to uh, 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 make sure that you got paid on time. You trust the government to go to your mailbox and open it up and there's mail in there. You That's trust right. the government when your damn house starts to uh, get on fire. You trust the government to send out the fire department to put the damn fire out. You trust the government when the cops is going over there arresting Jimmy Joe Bob that's been uh, molesting little kids. You trust the government then. So why wouldn't you trust the government now when it gives with vaccine? Yep. Yep. I don't it, get it. You know. It, yeah. Their logic is ridiculous. <laughs> and, and a lot of these people, man, they're on 50 million drugs they have no idea what's in those drugs, but they take them religiously. <laughs> they take yeah. them religiously. But yet, you I don't know what's in this vaccine, but you don't know what's in that diabetes medicine. or <laughs> yep. You don't know what's in none of that stuff, but yep. you take it religiously. It, it's foolish, man. It's it's monumental foolishness yep. that, that our country is I, – I, I just – it's sad, man. It is well, sad. You remember when we were probably first grade. And um, remember the sugar cubes? Absolutely. That we had, had to take with had polio. Had to take the sugar cubes. It was uh, for polio. Yeah, and and that <laughs> vaccine was developed in 1960. Yeah. Okay. It was a year from the time that it started until they were letting us go down to. You probably went to Valley View. Yeah. And went up to Morningside, stood in line, got my little sugar cube. Went back home, and I think probably three weeks later, went back and got another sugar cube, all right? And that was an experimental drug. It was an experiment. And hell, I I say this, you know, that experimental drug allowed me to play baseball, basketball, football, run every day, play marbles, do uh, a hide-and-go-seat, you know, ghost in a graveyard— Without having any problems with my legs. That's right. And That's I right. don't, I don't remember anybody that had polio when we were going through school. I don't, I know, absolutely, I don't remember anybody. <laughs> and and that was an experimental vaccine. Yeah. And guess who gave that experimental vaccine to us? The government. The government. That's right. Showed right. up. Didn't cost my our parents anything. We walked nope. down. 
And we got yep. that little sugar cube, took our ass back home, and did it again three weeks later. That's Hell, right. I'm able to run a thousand miles because of that damn sugar cube from back That's in 1961. Right. <laughs> and, and a lot of these people, they remember that too. They remember yep. that too. If they're if they're our age that don't want to get vaccinated, they remember that too. Yeah. And they remember a lot of other things. Again, they're taking all kind of drugs now. You know, because they got major health issues. They aren't questioning nothing that they're putting in their body. They aren't questioning those drugs. But you you do that religiously, blindly. You you don't think about it. But this, somehow you have an issue with it because the government is out to get you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, please, please. So the Delta variant, uh, it is it is lethal. It is running rampant in a lot of states. And, uh, yeah, it's it's these people who are unvaccinated, man. That's who's dying. That's who's getting this. You do have you have some reports of people who are vaccinated who have picked it up, but it's nothing compared to what people are going through that have not been vaccinated. So uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if we're going to go through another cycle. A lot of states are issuing mask mandates again. And of course, people are like, I'm not wearing no mask. I'm not I'm not doing what they want. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> you you can't win with these people. Yeah. And <laughs> and you don't know who's been vaccinated or you not don't? because nobody's wearing masks. Nope. Nobody's wearing masks anymore. And a lot of the establishments say, well, if you're fully vaccinated, you can come in. You don't have to wear a mask. But how are you checking? I mean, <laughs> yeah. How are you validating that everybody in this establishment that don't have a mask on has been fully vaccinated? Well, you can't do that because you're infringing on people's rights. I mean, yeah. come on, man. A lot of this stuff is like, really? We we are this I don't know what I don't know what the word is, but we are just ignorant. Yep. You know, if if you're going to put up a sign to say I can come into this establishment if I have been fully vaccinated. Then you know what? It's my store, or it's my restaurant, or it's my bar. I have the right for you to show me some proof that you've been vaccinated. Yeah. That's my right. Otherwise, you're not coming in spreading something to the rest of my patrons, and then I got to shut down and lose my livelihood again. You know, that's that should be more than fair. You got a big sign that says up, no shoes, no shirt, no service. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, you see that no shoes, no shirt, no service. No vaccine. No vaccine. You can't come in. And I'm, I'm you show me your card or whatever. You know, if you got it on your phone, whatever. But I can't run the risk of you coming into my establishment, my restaurant, my store and you're you you're unvaccinated and you've got a strain of whatever and you're spreading it to people and now I got to shut down again and I'm losing my livelihood because you asshole don't want to get vaccinated. <laughs> I mean we we, uh, we got we got to we got to have some sense about this man or right now we have none. Yeah. Yeah. We have yeah. none. <laughs> we have none. Yeah. So yeah. But. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll we'll keep an eye on the Delta variant, man, as as to what it's doing. But right now, it it is wrecking havoc in a lot of states, man. And um, like you say, if you go out to some places, you're gonna have your mask on. I totally agree uh, yeah. because you don't know. You you don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Truly. And if there's people that I don't know that's been vaccinated, I I 
I'll go to stores and not have a mask on, but I have a mask in my pocket all the time. So like if the line gets backed up or something like that, like I usually just, if I go to Kroger's or someplace like that, I usually do the self-checkout. But if there's a line back up, I put a, I slap a mask on right now. Yeah. Because you don't know that person's distance mm. from you or whatnot it's not going to be six foot anymore and right. you don't know if he's been or she's been vaccinated right. so i'm slapping a mask on even though i've been vaccinated right you know uh i don't want that chance right you know it's like it's we're, like, we're uh, afraid we're, we're afraid to uh, we're afraid to do the right thing yeah we're afraid to do the right thing because someone's going to get po'd and call you out and you're infringing on my rights and all. I mean, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Again, it's my establishment. Right. So I'm setting the rules. You're not dictating to me what I can and kind of do. This is my store. You chose to patronize me, my business. So if you want to patronize my business, here's the rule. Yeah. Uh, you know, Lynn and, I, Lynn and I love going on cruises and we're, we're scheduled to go on a cruise in September. Right, right. And uh, RCI, Aurora Caribbean International, has put some guidelines down that, hey, if you're going to sell with us, number one, you have to have travel insurance if you have not been vaccinated. Wow. Which basically, which basically says you buy, you have to buy the extra insurance if you have not been vaccinated. And then when you get here, we're going to test you. And if you're test negative, we're throwing your ass off the ship. Good. OK. And within the ship, they're going to have areas where vaccinated people can be and unvaccinated people who hasn't tested negative can't go. Wow. Certain certain uh, shows are for right, vaccinated right. people only. Wow. OK. And certain areas of the ship are for vaccinated people early only. And if you're unvaccinated and you Test positive at any point in time, we can throw your ass off the ship on the next the next stop. Next the stop. Wow. And then you're paying you're gonna pay for your way back. Wow. That's you know? good. I, and, I, 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 uh, I agree. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to go. Right. And right. you know, and I, I read, you know, they've had a Royal Caribbean's had a few cruises with people and some of the people get off the ship and say, you know, it was great. You know, everything was taken care of. And then there's always the boo bears that Mm -hmm. says, I'll never travel with Royal Caribbean again. If they make me wear a mask or take a shot that isn't uh, FDA approved and so on. And I went, okay, fine. Keep your ass off the ship. That means there's one less idiot that's going to be on the ship. That's not going to be spreading the damn virus. That's right. You don't, you don't have to go. Keep your ass off. Save your money. Right. Do, some, <laughs> do something else with your money. Yeah. And if you go, shut the hell up. Get the right. damn, get tested. And you'll right. be tested every day. That's right. And now when they get tested, does the cruise line pay for that test or does the passenger have to pay for that test? The, the cruise line will put the test on. Okay. Okay. And if they're tested negative, they're, you know, it's, it's, Sorry. Yeah, they don't have to pay for the test. Okay. The cruise okay. line's paying for the test. At least RCI's paying for right, right. the test. They have a, enough uh, tests available for them. Right. That's, that's a great policy. You know? That's a and great And then, uh, is it MC, MCA or MCD? They're suing the state of Florida because um, 
they want to charge them $5,000 per person if the ship, if they require, uh, the, sh- the ship requires people to have uh, vaccine or show proof of they've been vaccine. So the state of Florida is saying, we're going to charge you $5,000 per person if you make them show their proof of vaccination. And I tell DeSantis to go, go, go suck my balls or something, man. <laughs> it's like, really? I mean, that's cold. <laughs> you, 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 you want people to get sick. I mean, that's what you're that's what you're saying. No, you don't care if people get sick. He wants to make a name for himself. Right. It's, right. it's, it's not he doesn't he doesn't care about people getting sick. He wants to be the Republican nominee for president in 2024. And how do you do that? Say stupid shit. That's what people want now. Yeah. He wants yeah. you to be stupid. And if I was so, on cruise lines, I, I'd tell him, man, okay, there's other ports we can we we can we can cruise out of. Exactly. And that's what <laughs> uh, screw you. That's you what know? MCA or MC yeah. whatever they are, they're saying, hey, we can go to we can go to Louisiana. We can go to Texas. That's right. We can go to North Carolina. Right. There's you other know, and ports you think, we can right. So that that'll shut him up. Yeah. He's, he's an idiot, man. He Him is. and Abbott, they are idiots. They're both <laughs> idiots. They're they both idiots. want to be, if you make enough noise, people are going to like you. Because yeah. the current, the past occupant, that's what he was. Yeah. And that's what people like. We want somebody to say it like they see it. Sue it like, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And they, the bigger the idiot you are now, okay, <laughs> The more people like you. Yep. Yeah. That's 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 where we have that's where our country has sunk to. Yeah. The bigger the idiot, the we we like you, man. That's our guy. That's our girl. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 gonna do they gonna do what they gonna do to keep these foreigners out of here and you know, they're going to stand up for people not taking these these vaccines, the government's but yeah, they, that's who they want. You're that's speaking for want. me, man. You're speaking for me. Yeah, that's that's it. You're speaking for me. So DeSantis and Abbott, uh, they're, all, they're of bookends, them. all of them that, that, that spout this foolishness. But I, if I was the cruise lines, man, I'd give him the, the middle finger and say, where are the ports we can go out of? So and. We, one other thing, Wayne, once they get 12 miles out, it's international water. That's right. <laughs> they can do any damn thing they, they want. They can do whatever they want. This Me. is my island right now, and That's you can't right. do a damn thing about it. So you're under my command. That's right. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're doing. So I, I I I applaud Royal Caribbean. That's great. That's great that they've, yep. they've put those uh, guidelines in place. That's awesome, man. Yep. That's so, awesome. We'll see how this Delta variant, uh, since it's coming out big down in Florida. Yeah, so yeah. Florida's we'll one of the one of the one hot spots. spots. Yeah, so one we of just, the hot spots. I just speaking of the Delta variant, I just booked a hotel for September the tenth, right? Yeah, you can always kind of go down the day before. Yeah, and I just happened to, as I was, you know, talking to this lady booking this hotel, I said, "By the way, have you gotten your?" Vaccine? She says, no. I went, why not? I don't know. I didn't know this woman. Her name was Etna. Right. I don't, I, don't, I don't know who she was. I said, well, why not? Well, my grandma said that, you know, you haven't had 
uh, flu shot for five or six, seven years. So your immunity is pretty high and you haven't had to take any flu shots. So I wouldn't be taking that shot right now. I said, Aetna, I've never taken a flu shot either. But when it comes to getting it, getting this vaccine, I got the vaccine. Right. And she goes, yeah, my son and daughter, you know, they've gotten vaccinated. She keep telling me, mom, you know, you better go ahead and get vaccinated. And I said, you better listen to your kids. Yeah, right. I said, this 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 uh, uh, virus isn't playing. You know, if you come down with it, it it may be lights out. That's okay? right. So I'm not going to tell you what to do. I told her, I said, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but, you know, I've had some close friends that I'm sitting with them on a Sunday and the next Sunday they're gone. Yep. You know, and uh, it's it's nothing to be played with. And I said, you know, I'd rather take a sore arm. I said, all I've gotten was a sore. And, and, and the lady said, oh, yeah, their well, grandma said people are getting shots and they're getting COVID because of the shot. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no. I said, the worst thing that's happened to me is I had a sore arm for a couple of days and I felt a little fatigue uh, for a few hours. And that was it. Yep. And within within 48 hours, all the things were gone. I didn't have COVID. It was all over with. I was waiting for my next shot. And that's how it is. I said, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but it's serious. Mm-hmm. This ain't no joke. Yep. As uh, as 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 Eric B and Rakim, this COVID ain't no joke, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you yes, know? sir. All right. So uh, those were the major topics we uh, wanted to hit on tonight. And uh, before we wrap up, as we mentioned uh, prior to, well, as we came on the air, that uh, you were out here last weekend. You and your wife were out here in the Rocky Mountain State, and you had an opportunity to participate, uh, attend the Winter Park Jazz Festival. So any thoughts you'd like to share on that experience, my friend? I, I suggest it to everybody. We had a great time, you know, hanging out with my homies from uh, E-Town. Uh, the music was great. The people were cool. Uh, the, the the air was crisp and clean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, the acts were wonderful. And it was a good time. They had lots of venues that went on out there. Um, we, uh, I don't know if I told you this or not, but we went to Denver when we landed on that Tuesday the 13th. And we went to the... Um, the Negro League Museum exhibition that was in Denver. Yes. And one of the artists that was putting on part of the uh, exhibit was at the Jazz Festival. And uh, Stephanie, our daughter, buys a print that she saw at the um, at the museum and got it signed by the artist. So it was good. It was good. They had lots of good food and stuff, man. Everything that you can imagine was going on. <laughs> Hell, there was one brother up there sitting there, had a booth. He was cutting hair. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He, he was giving some fades out, man. The yep. music was great. You know, I got a, I got a selfie with uh, Peter White. Yeah, yeah. You know, just happened to walk around there and he was loading up because it rained a little bit, you know, and I said, hey, Peter, can I get a selfie? <laughs> and he kind of hesitated for a second. Then he came over and I got uh-huh. a selfie with Peter White, man. It was yeah. cool. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. So it was great, man. I, I recommend cool. it. We will definitely be coming back. 
Yeah. Uh, next year, maybe year after, however we can get it hooked up, man. I'm I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to yeah, make it we, kind of an annual thing, man. Yeah, we we most definitely gonna get it right for next year to where we can we can get uh like we you guys were there um and then um a young lady and her friend I worked with this young lady we worked together for years at Boeing she was my HR representative and so she came up from jacksonville she was there and they had a little townhouse that they are airbnb they were doing not too far from the venue we were in a hotel a good little distance from the park but um, a lot of people stayed there we saw a lot of people you know coming and going while we were there but next year we're going to try to get a place there were some lodges or townhomes right across from the venue and people yes, were out sir. on their decks looking. So we're going to try to get one of those next year and get maybe five or six of us to go in on that and do it up for next year. But uh, ever since we've been going, man, it, it's like, wow, it, it is a it's a beautiful thing because there's so many people of different hues out there and they're just having a good time. They're just vibing and listening to the music. Um, as, as I mentioned before we came on air, Sunday, I, I walked in as a little skateboard park next to the to the venue. So I walked into the skateboard park and there was a little girl in there. She was on her skateboard doing some things. Whatever. But I walked in and walked right down by the stage. I mean, I was right down by the stage. And uh, at the time when I the first time I went down there, Rick Braun and Richard Elliott were performing. Mm -hmm. And this young lady, man, she was grooving to every song that Rick Braun was playing. I mean, she was grooving. She was, a, she was a young white lady and she was she was dancing her behind off. Right. So um, and she had on a thing, a badge that said, I'm with the band. So um, I had walked over to Mickey D's before uh, Rick Braun came on. I'd walked over to Mickey D's and got a Hot Foot Sunday and came back into the venue. So I'm eating my Hot Foot Sunday, listening to Rick Braun. He's throwing down. And I asked the young lady. She came over and asked me. She said, where did you get that from? I said, I went and got it from the Mickey D's across the street. She said, oh, wow, I thought they had it in here. I said, no, nah, you got to go outside. And I said, hey, are, are, you got your badge on. I'm with the band. Uh, what are you, part of the road crew or whatever? She said, no, nah, Rick Braun is my dad. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. She said, Rick Braun is my dad. I'm wow. like, I'm out of here. She said, yeah. She said, I've been traveling with him since I was a little girl. I'm like, wow, that is really cool. I said, your dad is awesome. He, he is he is an awesome artist. And she said, yeah, that that's my dad. So I'm like, wow, cool. And she was just she was grooving. <laughs> she was dancing. And I think her mom, it was her and her mom, because she kept talking to this other lady and the other lady looked like her mom. Mm -hmm. So uh, so they were they were Rick Braun's family. Uh, we're, we're also right there. So nice. It's a cool environment, man, and we're, we're glad you guys got an opportunity um, to participate in that. Like you said, the music was great. The atmosphere was great. The majority of people there are folks our age, so there isn't going to be a bunch of foolishness going on, <laughs> yeah. you know, stuff like that. I, they, ever since I've been up there, going up there, they've never had one incident where they had to arrest somebody, a fight broke out. They've never had an incident the whole time we've been going up there. So um, it's just a great weekend. And so we're looking forward to 2022. Uh, we're going to get it together. and Hopefully we're going to get us one of those um, condos right across the street. And uh, we're going to start just, working on it now. 
Yeah, uh, I've got the name <laughs> spot, and um, once once I just got to figure out what dates next year it's going to be. So okay. the young lady that was the MC, uh, she said, yeah, I, I'm on their mailing list, so I get all the info. Mm-hmm. So she said, be looking for our uh, 2022 info. So as soon as the dates come out, which looking at the calendar, it looked like it's going to be uh, instead of um, – 18, 19 July, it's going to be probably 2021, I think, July, I think is that, that okay. it's always that next to last third, third weekend, it's always that third weekend. Okay. So if that holds true, then yeah, I, I've got the name of the, the facility that was right across the street. So I may give them a call and say, Hey, um, who wants to go? And we'll, there's the price and we split it six or eight ways how many people want to come in on it but uh, you don't have to lug chairs you just come out on the deck and and listen to the music and it's 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 just a cool thing man that uh i was surprised that uh the level of talent that comes to this area of of on the other side of denver it's it's incredible the amount of number of artists that come there it's amazing it was pretty pretty cool because we were sitting you know about halfway up through the venue and then there were People were, you know, these lodges are higher than the venue itself, and people were just yep. kind of sitting out there on their decks yep. and listening to the music. It started to rain a little bit. They walked inside and right. came back right. out and was, was grilling. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man, that's the thing yeah. to do right there, you know, yeah. so you don't have to worry about lugging stuff in and chairs and stuff nope. like that. It was it was nice, and I walked around. That's when I <clears throat> met Peter White. I just kind of walked around the venue, walked down the street, where those uh, that those were townhouses were, and there yeah. were people that were just kind of sitting out, hanging out, you know, and uh, listen to the music. Uh, the ones that were on the ground level, they couldn't see, right. but the people on the second that had uh, the townhouses on the second floor, you know, they were able to just sit out on their little deck and and yeah. jam with the music, and it was it was yeah. all good. So I'm yeah. I'm excited. I'll we'll. Try to put it in our budget to come out again next year, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Should be should be a grand time. So it'll be. This was the 38th year. Next year will be year 39. So we shall see what 2022 brings. So glad you guys could participate. So yes, sir. I'm glad you invited yeah. us five years yep, ago. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so uh, that about wraps it up for tonight, my friend. Uh, any any closing comments beyond anything else we've talked about tonight? Uh, no, I, I I tell you, Wayne, the thing that I, I would like to close with is, folks, please use your common sense. You know, make sure you get out there in 2022 and vote. Get out there in 22 and vote. Pull somebody with you. Get somebody else registered. Okay, and because the foolishness is just starting, it's going to get worse. So we need to come out in mass numbers and and vote and get the um, get this economy and getting everything going in the right direction where people with common sense have. So with that being said, I'll leave you with my little bit of Italian. Chiliamo dopo. And um, I'm Steve. And How about I'm yourself? Wayne. I'm Wayne, and I bid you all. I'm not going to do my uh, Wakanda forever. I'm going to switch and just uh, wish you all a blessed week coming up. We appreciate you hanging out with the Across the Tracks podcast, and we'll be here 
next week, saying it like we see it. And that said, one, two, three strikes. We're out. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of the individuals and do not reflect on the official policies or positions of any government or corporation.